1: Derek Carr is headed to the Saints on what is expected to be a four-year deal. We're still looking for some numbers. Ian Rappaport and uh, several others reporting it a few minutes ago, but I've been waiting on some numbers. Numbers don't appear to be ready to be uh, spit out into the world yet, but we're ready to talk Derek Carr to the Saints. We're ready to talk Chris Olave, this man right here, headed to the moon. The Saints are giving their new QB Derek Carr four-year deal, sources said. With a, a, a big QB number coming, they'll make it work with their cap situation. Let's go. File on in. The Fantasy Football Show. It begins right now. From the FantasyFootballShow.com studios, it's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. It, them out. We got news, ladies and gentlemen. Hit the news desk. From the FantasyFootballShow.com news desk, here is your breaking news. Derek Carr is going to become a New Orleans Saint. And what's this mean for fantasy football? What's this mean for uh, guys like Chris Olave? And honestly, the most important part about all this, because, I mean, this is, all, this is all very, very important stuff. This is all very, very crucial in terms of what it means for the Saints. But what's crazy, what people aren't going to talk about, what you aren't going to get elsewhere is the domino effect this has across the other situations in the league. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson. This will trigger so many things uh, to occur and so many things to maybe not occur. So this is, this is the most interesting part of it, but let's first get to the Alave impact, the Derek Carr contract, the likely numbers that we're looking at, which we don't really know, we're totally guessing at this point, and then let's talk about the domino effect that's about to ensue based on this right here. So Derek Carr headed to the Saints, this has been very, very confirmed, um, I made sure of it before I went live, that there are, there are so many sources, this will be one of the biggest news debacles in a long time if this doesn't end up totally, you know, ironing out. But we're waiting on some numbers. And at this point, this is uh, one of the pieces of news that, that just uh, just dropped a, uh, just a few minutes ago. This one right here uh, says that the Saints made their final pitch to Derek Carr late last night and early this morning, per source. Carr slept on it and ultimately decided to sign with the New Orleans Saints. Who had zeroed in on him from the beginning. Jets remain in on Aaron Rodgers. So we're gonna talk about Aaron Rodgers in a bit. But Derek Carr is becoming a New Orleans Saint. It's just a matter of what what are the contract details. Derek Carr is probably getting on a four-year deal. I don't know what the exact ballpark of the the big number, the the entire contract will be, but the guaranteed money has to be in the 140 to 180 million dollar guaranteed. Territory. It has to with the cap increase, with Derek Carr literally being able to go wherever he wants. It wouldn't shock me if we were talking about a bigger number than Aaron Rodgers got when he signed, uh, just not too long ago with uh, the Green Bay Packers. And I believe Aaron Rodgers was around 140 million dollars guaranteed. These numbers don't go down. They don't go down. I know a lot of people are going to say Derek Carr. Isn't worth $140 plus million dollars guaranteed. Derek Carr's Derek Carr. He did bad in, in, in Las Vegas. Why would Derek Carr get this number? We're gonna get that so much. Smitty, I don't get it. Why would Derek Carr get that kind of money? Because he's the number one quarterback on the board, on the free agent quarterback board, which we've got to now update. Derek Carr headed to the New Orleans Saints. This is what we did say we thought would happen in the final hour. So that is that does seem correct. Now we gotta put a uh, a check mark over this man, Derek Carr, and we'll do that right now live. So now we've got Derek Carr headed to the New Orleans Saints, and that creates this domino effect, uh, which we're going to talk about. So let's put Derek Carr right here. Now we're going to talk about Aaron Rodgers next. Where's Aaron Rodgers go? New York. New York seems to be uh, the next destination that we'll be talking about. So Saints get Derek Carr. That's that's done. Tom Brady retired. He's gone. It is it is no more. No more big name free agents are available. It's this, this, this like slate of mediocre players, and and these aren't all free agents. These are quarterback movement potential players. So you got Jordan Love right here in the middle. Jordan Love is not a free agent, but this is a quarterback movement board, not necessarily a free agent board. So as far as free agents, Derek Carr's off the table. So if anybody's gonna say why is Derek Carr getting so much money, he's the only quarterback, and and he's and he's got all these teams. Uh, Miami's probably not involved, but they're the best landing spot. He's got all these teams that are vying for him, begging him to come in and and signal call for their teams. It's a domino effect. Derek Carr's getting a four-year Probably, probably well over 140 mil guaranteed. We don't really know what the number is going to be, but these numbers don't go down. The salary cap has increased over 22 percent over the last two years. It is expected and projected to be over 20 to 22 percent over the next two years with the injection of Amazon and YouTube funds that are coming in, and it's going to be, it's going to be peanuts. Compared to what Derek Carr would sign for two years from now, two and a half years from now, this contract's going to look small. Just like we thought the Aaron Rodgers deal was so big per year, now Derek Carr is going to be making what that money looks like. It's just, it's the way it's going to be. Derek Carr is a big name. And for those that think Derek Carr is not good, Derek Carr's cheeks, he's not going to do well, guess what? He didn't have a chance in Las Vegas. And I don't know that Aaron Rodgers would have as big of a chance as people think in Las Vegas. If Aaron Rodgers lands in Las Vegas, guess what he's going to get? A bottom four defense in the National Football League. If Aaron Rodgers goes to the New York Jets, guess what he gets? A top one to two, one to three. I consider him one defense in the National Football League. So Aaron Rodgers... I don't think ultimately he's going to the Raiders. Why would he? Why would he go play with one of the worst, if not bottom four defenses across the board in every single statistical category? Why would he not march over to New York and play with what's arguably the best defense in the entire National Football League? Because we don't even know how good it is because they haven't moved the football effectively enough to keep the defense fresh and on their toes and healthy. And imagine what they'll do with a signal caller, moving and stretching the field and draining the clock and keeping the defense fresh. This defense is going to be the number one defense in the National Football League, and if this man Aaron Rodgers does want to play elsewhere, and we don't know for sure if he does, he might want to return to Green Bay. He could retire for all we know, but if he wants to return to Green Bay, the Jets are in a pickle. The Jets were the best landing spot for either Aaron Rodgers or New Orleans. Now, the Jets did make it very clear according to sources that they very much want Aaron Rodgers over Derek Carr could be a big reason why Derek Carr signed with the Saints, who said, we're not going after Aaron Rodgers, we're not going after anybody we're going after you, Derek Carr we had an initial report when, when there was a permission to seek a trade before the release of Derek Carr because the, the, the Raiders were in a box, the Raiders got owned by Derek Carr, Derek Carr owned the Raiders because guess what, they could have traded the Saints could have traded for Derek Carr but instead, instead Derek Carr didn't want the, the Raiders to get anything out of this, uh, second-round pick, whatever they, they could have potentially got we had a, a what seems to be a bogus report and a bunch of reports that suggested that the Saints wanted Derek Carr to take a pay cut maybe that conversation came up maybe that was negotiation 101 but that doesn't seem to be the way the visit went because if he was asked to take a pay cut if he was insulted when he went and visited with the Saints before he was released to see if he could facilitate a trade so that the Raiders could get something and Derek Carr could go move immediately somewhere and then he said no I'm gonna go ahead and head home no trade's gonna be approved I going home we don't know what the conversation looked like apparently it wasn't them stepping on or insulting Derek Carr like one report initially reported he wanted to they wanted me to take a pay cut no doesn't seem to be the 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 conversation maybe the conversation was hey Derek we don't want to give up a draft pick go home we'll sign you anyway and he says yeah you know what I don't want to give the Raiders anything I'm going home I'm going to go sleep on it and I'm going to go home and get wine and dined by other teams Derek Carr felt like he was the best fit for the New Orleans Saints. And I'm not saying it's the best fit. I'm saying maybe for him it was the best fit because he knew Aaron Rodgers was on the mind of the New York football Jets. And he knew ultimately he was second choice playing second fiddle to Aaron Rodgers over here. And Derek Carr's tired of playing second fiddle. Derek Carr's tired of being overlooked. Derek Carr's tired of being doubted. And if this team, the New York Jets, didn't really want him as their first choice, he wanted to go somewhere where he was someone's first choice. Because Derek Carr wants to be. He wants to fit in. He wants to feel appreciated. He's been neglected. He's been unappreciated everywhere he's been. In, in in Oakland and in Las Vegas, the last two stops that he's been, which has been with the same team but two different locations, they've had nothing but bad defense and doubt for Derek Carr. Now, I'm not saying the Saints are a good, perfect organization, a good, perfect fit for him. And until Alvin Kamara gets suspended, the Saints have... The Saints have... Alvin Kamara, they have Chris Alave, and they have Derek Carr. Those are three major weapons. That's called a tripod, ladies and gentlemen. There's a tripod now in New Orleans, and you can rip on Derek Carr all you want. You can say Derek Carr isn't that good, Smitty. Derek Carr is not worth this, not worth that. Guess what? He turned Devontae Adams into a 1,600-yard receiver, 14 touchdowns, and 100-plus receptions. So I'm pretty sure he's gonna make this guy Chris Olave, who might just be a Moon Man.
0: The Moon Man, dropping loads in outer space.
1: He might just make Chris Olave a top six to ten wide receiver. Space not just top 10 wide receiver, Chris Olave to the moon. Now, this comes at a cost, ladies and gentlemen. Chris Olave's ADP is about to skyrocket into a territory we've never seen before. We've never sniffed it. We've never seen it. We've never glanced it. We've never heard about it. He's going up big time. Chris Olave is going to the moon, ladies and gentlemen, and everybody knows it. It's not something that nobody knows. People know about it. So get ready to draft him about a round higher than you normally w- would draft him. He's going in round two. Chris Olave is going in round two, locked and loaded. No one's going to sneak around and, 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 and slide this man into their lineup as their third drafted player. Chris Olave is going to the moon. He's a moon man for a reason. And frankly, I don't know if we've got to make room for an eighth player on the Mars man list at this point.
0: He's on a shuttle
1: to Mars. Mars man. I mean, we got Garrett Wilson here, we've got uh, Jamar Chase.
0: Modes dropping and spinning aimlessly in space. We
1: might have to force Chris Alave onto the moon man, onto the Marsman list. So stay tuned on that one because Chris Alave is an absolute monster, an absolute monster waiting to happen. And everyone's going to see it coming. There's no more getting Alave on the discount. The moon man list did its job. The moon
0: man dropping loads in outer space. And
1: if you, if you say to yourself, if you say to me, Hey Smitty, how did this help me? I draft in August well guess what you should be drafting on underdog fantasy using promo code Smitty because they'll match up to $100 in your first deposit and that's a big place where we've been benefiting and capitalizing on Olave early so yeah not all my moon men or my predictions are going to help you in August because some of the stuff we predict unfolds like right now in in, in, you know in in April May, June, July August uh, heading into August so you can't always capitalize to the the complete 100th degree on every prediction we land on the show but we're doing good so far people playing best ball have cleaned up now you're not going to be able to be able to get a lave at any sort of discount whatsoever he's a second round staple people might even take him in the mid second round i bet you some people take him at 14 15 overall he buying low on a is gone done absolutely uh completed there's no there's no buying alave anymore you're not first you're last alave now to the moon he's not going to be cheap you're never going to get him cheap again say goodbye but guess what dynasty people capitalized best ball people on alave capital i don't want to hear we didn't capitalize on this moon man prediction or oh smitty that was obvious we cleaned up on it. That's one down and a whole bunch of others to go. 14, 13 moon men to go. Let's go.
0: The moon men dropping loads in outer space.
1: Now, as for Michael Thomas, we'll have to see if Michael Thomas is even relevant. Okay, we'll have to see. We'll take it. We'll play it by ear. If Michael Thomas is some some version of his old self at all, even if it's a fraction, that's going to be good news for Derek Carr to have weapons. But can you can you imagine? Can you imagine what this guy Alave is going to do with Derek Carr, who just fed Devontae Adams sixteen hundred yards, one hundred plus receptions, fourteen touchdowns? Alave. To the freaking moon. Let's talk about Aaron Rodgers now. To the moon. Aaron Rodgers, why is this look? We talked about Derek Carr. We've talked about Chris Olave. The most relevant connected uh situations here. And this is another piece of news right here from Adam Schefter coming in literally four seconds ago. Let me go ahead and put this on screen right here. I'm here live for you. I work for you. I'm live whenever news breaks. I'm live whenever news breaks. If you're new to this channel and we've got over 106 people in here, punch that thumb up button. We have 28 thumbs up. 28 people have wiped their feet. We got 106 people in here. If you're new to my channel, I go live when news breaks. Sometimes it's five minutes after, sometimes it's 10, sometimes it's 15 like this one because I want to make sure I get all the numbers that if they're going to pop up before I go live so we can go live and be exact with it. Sometimes things pop up while we're live like this one with Derek Carr handed are headed to uh, the New Orleans Saints. Jameis Winston now becomes a likely salary cap casualty, uh, so expect that. Taysom Hill, we haven't talked about Taysom Hill. So Chris Alave, Derek Carr, we talked about the obvious. Michael Thomas, we'll have to see. Alvin Kamara, we'll have to see. Um, Also, keep in mind, keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, and another piece we haven't even talked about, the New Orleans Saints, the New Orleans Saints, didn't have to give up their 29 overall pick trying to go after Aaron Rodgers. They can still draft an RB. It wouldn't be crazy if this team took Jameer Gibbs at 29 to, to safeguard the running back situation. Jameer Gibbs at 29. Alvin Kamara is on his way out anyway. He's deteriorating as we speak. He's probably going to get suspended, if not for the full season, but for half of a year. It wouldn't be crazy if... For the New Orleans Saints at 29 to take Jameer Gibbs, our Mars man.
0: He's on a shuttle to Mars. Mars man. Okay, there's so much impact to this. And maybe they
1: don't do that if they didn't make this move. Needing to support Derek Carr. Needing to have an effective run game to keep the defense on us so that the offense can stretch the field and there can be balance associated with all of this. Derek Carr might get Gibbs at 29. Derek Carr might have way more weapons than we think. And the Saints might be so much better than we think. Even knowing what we know right now, the Saints could be very much one of those teams that completely shocks everybody even more than people expect right this very second. Saints Super Bowl odds went up. I'm not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl just yet. We'll pump the brakes. I'm just saying so much is moving right now. There's so many moving parts right now. Aaron Rodgers, the cascade effect. Let's talk about the cascade effect. Aaron Rodgers, who's been kind of sitting back, doing one of these numbers, just sitting back, wondering where he should go. I'm going to go in the dark for a little while. I'm going to not go in the dark for a little while. I'm going to spend more time outside of the dark than in the dark thinking about this. We all thought he'd come out with a. We all thought Aaron Rodgers would literally come out. Ziggy, deactivate. We thought Aaron Rodgers would literally do one of these. Uh, uh, Ziggy, activate Why is Ziggy not working? Ziggy, activate We're trying to perform theater here We thought Aaron Rodgers would come out of the dark And do one of these Oh, that's right I announce and declare My allegiance to The Oh, the script says Jets, the script says the New York football jets, the script strikes again, ladies and gentlemen, the script strikes again. And so, you know, we we, we thought that this guy would already decided by now. I love Aaron Rodgers, by the way, but this guy's taking a sweet time. We all know that. Aaron Rodgers, you got to think about it from this this way. The psychology. Your boy Smithy's got a psych degree for a reason. I bring it to the show. That's why I got it. When I was when I was 18 years old, I said I need to get a psych degree for my YouTube channel that I haven't created yet so I can bring psychology to fantasy football and NFL news breaking. Is what I need. And I'm telling you right now, there's a little psychological effect going on right now where Aaron Rodgers is witnessing somebody go to a new situation, starting a new such a fresh little environment. How fun! How fun to see somebody like Derek Carr go and start fresh. He's got a new toy, Chris Olave. I could have Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall in a, in a, in a defense that's top one to four in the entire National Football League, even to somebody that doesn't know what's going on, even somebody that doesn't know how to judge that kind of thing, even somebody that thinks, Oh, it has to be the Niners or it has to be the Bills or it has to be no. Somebody like Aaron Rodgers is astute enough to say, hey, this defense with me on the other side of it, supporting it, cascading back and forth, defense supports offense, offense supports defense, both get better together because they keep each other fresh. And, and a, an astute person like Aaron Rodgers, astute enough to go in and take notes and have visions in a darkness retreat, this man knows that if he goes to this situation, he's a le- more likely to win a Super Bowl in New York. Ah! Oh, Smitty! Smitty just said the Jets are the Jets could win the Super Bowl. Smitty, the Jets are the Jets. They're the Jets, Smitty. They can't win a Super Bowl. They're more likely to win a Super Bowl, believe it or not. Just ask your grandma. They're more likely to win a Super Bowl than the Green Bay Packers. Okay? They're both green. Brett Favre went to both locations. It all makes sense. Okay? When he was in the darkness retreat, Brett Favre visited him. And Brett Favre said, he said, listen... This is Brett Favre. I couldn't do it. You need to finish what I started. He saw all this in his vision when they handed him a block of cheese during his darkness retreat. And he no longer liked cheese. He slid the cheese back out of the slot. He said, I'm not eating. I'm headed to New York to get some pizza pie. The next time they gave him food, they handed him a thin slice of New York pizza. I don't know if you heard this story. It's not true. But it makes sense and it feels good, so I'm going to tell it. So, so I, I, I firmly believe Aaron Rodgers is sitting here looking at this situation. In all, in all honesty, back to seriousness, um, Aaron Rodgers is looking at the situation and he's saying to himself, "This is a fresh look. This is exciting." Remember when Debo Samuel wanted his contract extension, uh, and then he just wanted to be traded, right? Then he started seeing Devontae Adams move, Tyreek Hill move. It does something to your mind as the most talked about potentially moving or not moving player when you see other people successfully make the transition you see the excitement you see the freshness and this guy Aaron Rodgers is watching this unfold in front of his very eyes and yeah he he kind of he kind of moves to the beat of his own drum we all know that so Aaron Rodgers maybe not influenced about Derek Carr as much as the average bear would be, but I firmly believe that Aaron Rodgers, who's on the fence right now, Aaron Rodgers very much does want to start over. Aaron Rodgers very much does want a better situation overall. Knows that he could be handed the number one defense in the National Football League. Knows he could be handed a, a top four wide receiver in Garrett Wilson. Knows that he has a top one to five running back in in Brees Hall. In and as such, an amazing team. Elijah Moore, super undervalued. Green Bay, they have Watson. They have his old boys. They, they they brought back Aaron Jones. This team is not reloading like Aaron Rodgers wanted. They restructured Alexander. They made room for, 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 for the cap. to. Uh, they tried to fit everything in. It's not like they're making moves to make moves. They're making moves to get under the cap. And so Aaron Rodgers' is reload, I don't want to be a part of a, a mixed bag of reload and rebuild. The fact that the Green Bay Packers want to move on, we've heard from numerous sources, they quietly feel like it's in their best interest to explore the Jordan-Love relationship. Because guess what? They're going to lose both. They're going to lose both. Jordan-Love wants to get married. Aaron Rodgers wants a, a one-nighter. And so the, the Green Bay Packers have to decide. Do we want to finally push off and go to sea with Jordan Love so that we know what we have, so that we can do what we need to do with Jordan Love? Or are we literally going to go do one more dance with Aaron Rodgers, probably not win a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers, given we're not reloading, given he's not really even happy, given he might even do this song and dance next year if he even returns at all. And so you're going to throw away the opportunity to maybe go down a road where you believe. Who cares what anybody else believes? Who cares what I believe? Who cares what uh, Derek Lincoln believes? Although I do. Who cares what Nick or AJ or or Hobgies believes? No, no, none of us matter. What matters is what the Green Bay Packers think of Jordan Love and the words that get tossed around all over. Not once, not twice, three times. Tons of times by different sources is infatuated with Jordan Love. Enamored with Jordan Love. Really love Jordan Love, want to move on with Jordan Love. And then we hear a couple lines here and here here and there in some reports. They really do want Aaron Rodgers back. Who doesn't want Aaron Rodgers back? Who doesn't want Aaron Rodgers back? Everybody wants Aaron Rodgers back to some degree, but it doesn't mean they also don't want Jordan Love to take over. A lot of us want two things at the same time. Like Sesame Street said, you can feel two feelings at the same time, and it's okay. Okay, so this is okay for the the, the Packers to be confused and at a, 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 a tipping point, at a fork in the road, where they're like long-term relationship with Jordan Love, one night stand with Aaron Rodgers that's not leading anywhere. There's nothing at the end of this road. There's no championship. There's no Super Bowl. There's no There's no Golden Ducks and Silver Ladies sitting there at the end of this road. Right over here, Jordan Love, we don't know if those things are there as well. We have no clue. We have no clue. All we know is if we go down this road, there's the potential that moors down the road. There's a potential that this relationship can continue. And so the Green Bay Packers need to move on. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. It doesn't. They need to figure out if this is the guy they want to be their long-term option. This is the guy they need to figure out what they're going to do. Aaron Rodgers... One, one and done, and it doesn't even mean it's a championship kind of one and done. Aaron Rodgers getting real excited about looking at what's going on here with Derek Carr. On to the next player. The next player is Lamar Jackson who also is very, very affected by the theater of all of this. Lamar Jackson's about to get franchise tagged. Do you understand what that means? That means he's not going to be happy. He's going to be a little less happy every single time something negative happens. Doesn't get his contract he wants. Negative. Negativity. Isn't valued correctly over $100 million apart. Negativity. Okay, Watching another person have success moving teams that's going to inject some negativity on his current situation. Being franchise tagged negativity. And so animosity is being brewed in a big pot for Lamar Jackson and and the and the, the Baltimore uh, QB-less, uh Ravens right here. The stirring is stirring is stirring the animosity pot. And so, I, I I firmly believe that Lamar, with this Derek Carr news, even if it's just a smidge, just a tiny little sliver of, of more doubt and wanting to go elsewhere, it's been injected. It's been injected right into the situation. Aaron Rodgers and Lamar Jackson as small of amount as it could be might be smaller for for Aaron Rodgers in terms of affecting him because he does march and dance and meditate and and sit in darkness to the beat of his own drum more than Lamar but Lamar also does what he wants when he wants Lamar is also the kind of guy that would literally reject a bigger deal to go play somewhere where he wants to play kudos to him and I commend that kind of thinking he is uh these two are original these are these are are odd original uh one-of-a-kind birds one of one each of them are one of one and so Lamar Jackson I believe is going to be a little more impacted by watching a a Derek Carr success story on a transplant I want to be a transplant I want to go somewhere where there's wide receivers if you were Lamar Jackson why on earth would you want to stay somewhere Where they traded away your number one wide receiver you worked so hard to build rapport with. You can't make wide receivers, everybody says. You can't be a pocket passer, everybody says. You're always getting hurt, everybody says. But then you're asked to run the ball 200 times a season. Why would you want to stay? And then they franchise tag you. And then they tell you you're not worth the, the guaranteed money of Deshaun Watson. Okay, I don't care if Deshaun Watson was worth it or not. Lamar doesn't care. You and I know Deshaun Watson's deal screwed up some things for the NFL and quarterback signings and the quarterback market. We understand that. We understand that climate. You know who doesn't care? Lamar Jackson because it is what it is. Lamar Jackson watched Deshaun Watson get $230 million guaranteed. It no longer matters what Deshaun Watson's worth. That amount of money's on the table. And if you're not going to pay Lamar that, which in two and a half years will be chump change, whether you want to believe it or not, the Amazon and YouTube deals and all the money that's getting injected into the NFL, the salary cap is going up, projected 20% in two years' time. This is contract will look small and the fact that this Ravens team is 80 to 100 million dollars apart and guaranteed money is an insult to Lamar and he's getting all this he's taking it all in Lamar Jackson very much like Derek Carr taking in okay well the, the Jets kind of want Aaron Rodgers I don't want that negativity I want positivity Lamar's surrounded by so much negativity right now his only hope is if the team does retain him If the team does sign him to a monster contract, they pay him. And let's say he just doesn't want to move. He wants to stay where he is. He doesn't like change. Whatever the reason is, they have to use this 22 overall pick on a wide receiver. If they don't draft Addison, Jackson Smith, and J-Buck, Quentin Johnson, or Zay Flowers with this number 22 overall pick, it's a big L. And Lamar Jackson's going to bust. If he stays in Baltimore and doesn't get a wide receiver at 22 overall, he will bust in Baltimore. I've made it no secret, and I've not been quiet about my doubt for Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. It continues. Three years in a row, stay away from him. Three years in a row, he is disappointed in fantasy football. He remains a stay away for as long as he is in Baltimore. So if he chooses this wrong path and he goes back to Baltimore, a decision he should not make, avoid. Bust in 2023, just like I said, he'd be a bust in 2022 and 2021 and 2020. Baltimore is not the place for him, Baltimore doesn't enable him, Baltimore doesn't support him, Baltimore will not get him what he needs to survive. in And they're changing their offense yet again. Lamar, another negative you want another reason? Lamar's got to learn a new offense anyway. If he was sitting there at all saying, I don't want to learn a new offense and start over. Munkin's coming in. This is a new offense. Is it even the offense Lamar wants? Lamar hasn't even had these conversations because Lamar is in distant mode. He's in in, in long-distant mode. He's in protective mode. He doesn't know what's even going to go on. He isn't sure what he's even coming back to. That makes it unfamiliar. Now you don't have Lamar saying, well, I want to go back to where it's familiar. That's off the table. Negativity. Another piece of negativity. Another piece of unknown. So that's what makes this so beautiful. Lamar Jackson is probably not going back. They're going to franchise tag him. Insult. He doesn't know what he's even returning to. Doesn't like that, inconsistent, doesn't know what the offense is going to look like, is it even an offense he's going to like, because uh, it's a new offense under Munkin. Don't know, negativity, unknown, checkmark, all these checkmarks in favor of getting out of Baltimore. Baltimore is going to get three first rounders, Well, they slapped the non-exclusive tag on them, which only secures two first rounders in exchange for a contract agreement with uh, Lamar Jackson. Will they slap the non-exclusive tag on him? I don't think so, because he commands three, at least three first-rounders. The Ravens would be stupid. It wouldn't put it past him, but they would be absolutely stupid to sign him to the non-exclusive tag and allow a team to come in and put down offer sheets in front of Lamar. And if Lamar says, yeah, I like that deal, $230 million guaranteed, that's all I've been asking for, I'll, I'll sign that right there. Hey, Ravens, here it is, $230 million. Accept it or let me walk. They're not going to accept it because they don't want to pay that money. Two first-rounders, give them to me. Atlanta. Atlanta sends two first-rounders over. That's how that non-exclusive tag works. It's a $32 million tag in case something doesn't go right. Example, Lamar doesn't, it doesn't matter if Lamar signs his non-exclusive franchise tag or his exclusive franchise tag or not. He's getting paid that amount. He can hold out all he wants, but he doesn't, he's not obligated to sign it. It is what it is. He is tagged with it. So if, if if let's say he holds out, he holds out. That's a whole different thing. But if Lamar Jackson gets slapped with a non-exclusive tag, no teams come sending offers. Some people have said, Smitty, the team's doing this because if a team comes in with a bad offer, the Ravens can sign him to that deal. Not true. Not true at all. If the if a bad let's say let's say a non-exclusive tag slapped on Lamar, 32 million dollars is that tag? It's the lower tag. It's two first-rounders secured. If the Ravens don't match an offer, let's say somebody comes in and, and offers 120 million guaranteed. Let's just let's just pretend we're in that world. We're in bizarro world. Nobody offers a good offer. The best offer is an offer from the Falcons. It is for 100 let's say 150 million guaranteed. Here's your offer sheet. Will you sign it? Lamar says no. That's exactly what the Ravens have been offering me. I'm not signing anything. These are all horse hogwash horse crap offers from all these teams. That doesn't mean that the Ravens get to match the offer if he doesn't want to sign it. It means that if he refuses to, to negotiate with these teams that are making bad offers, he goes back in place for $32 million with the Baltimore Ravens. That's what that means. Same thing with the exclusive tag. If or if he's exclusive tagged and no one trades for him, he plays on what will probably equate to about 45 million. the the, the number is going to change in April. We got all the cuts. The cuts will will change the number, but it's projected to be right around 45 million. If it is. A, a non-exclusive tag, it's 45 million. If it's a, if it's or if it's an exclusive tag, it's 45 million. If it's non-exclusive, it's 32. Those are the the benefits of going non-exclusive, but at the cost of two first-rounders versus three. I don't think so. Lamar Jackson's getting franchise tag with the exclusive tag that will command three first-rounders. That means any team can participate and try and trade for Lamar Jackson. Even Miami. Miami can't participate if he's non-exclusive tagged because Miami, the Miami Dolphins don't have a first-rounder in 2023. To be able to negotiate with Lamar... If you do the non-exclusive tag, the teams that are going to try to offer offer sheets have to have a 2023 first-round pick. The Miami Dolphins don't. You need a 2023 first-round pick. You need a 2024 first-round pick. You are not allowed to negotiate, approach, or talk to Lamar in a non-exclusive environment as the tag if you don't have a first-rounder. If you do the exclusive tag, any team can, can go discuss trade. That's it in a nutshell the Derek carr carousel the dominoes have been falling all because of this and it's absolutely amazing i'm here for you i work for you 128 of you in here punch that thumb up button 52 thumbs up 52 people have wiped their feet 128 in the building if you're new subscribe i go live whenever news breaks anytime news breaks I go live. I'm also live 7 p.m. Eastern every single day. I'm live whenever news breaks, which is this video. I'm also live pretty much every other midnight. Let's hit the phone line, shall we? Let's hit the phone lines and talk Derek Carr. Dial into the show. Numbers in the bottom corner of the screen. I'm ready to talk Carr, Olave, A-Rod, Lamar. Dial in. Call into
0: the show. Call, call, call
1: into the show. 146 of you in the building Hit me with it. What are you thinking? What does this mean to you? Alave to the moon. Absolutely. The uh, moon. I haven't read any of the comments yet. I'm sorry. I've been ranting for 40 minutes. Uh, we got a couple of super chats in the building. Rock out says alave to the moon. Rock out. Are you still here, pal? Rock to the out the to moon. the moon. Appreciate you with that super chat. Uh, I work for you, Smitty says rock out. Rock out to the moon for that to super chat. We got Hob. G's. Hob G, are you in the building still, Hob G? I'm so sorry I didn't see this until right now. I'm is in rant mode. You know how I get. Uh, but Hob G dropping a $20 holler. Hob G says, uh, Car plus Alave plus Gibbs, I'm ready to draft. Thanks for the knowledge to help us prepare for the year. Smitty, I saw that phone call. Dial in one more time. I'm sorry I missed you. Hob G uh, dropping a, a wad on screen. Let's go ahead and celebrate Hob G right now. <laughs> G in the building. Dropping the super. Appreciate you, my guy. Phone calls. Dial in. I'm sorry I missed a couple calls while I was ranting again. uh, Havji, are you still here, pal? I think you are. And I appreciate you dropping that. Um, Rock out. Thank you so much for dropping that super chat. G in the building. Thank you. Um, Steven, however it goes, the Lamar mess... Um let's see how however it goes the Lamar mess will be very interesting. Smitty, you're the man. Thank you, Rock Out. Uh Lamar will get be a top will get top ten money like he deserves. Easily top ten money. Uh what's up? You're live on the fantasy football show. Who are we talking to? How are you doing, Smitty?
2: It's J-Far. J-Far. Hope, J-Far. hope you having a good
1: day. What's up, J Far? What can I do for you, pal? What are you thinking?
2: Very good. Uh, I'm thinking about Derek Carr, and, and um, definitely puts him in the driver's seat uh, at uh, New Orleans again. We need to get the top team in that division.
1: Yeah, it sounds uh, like you're talking. Was- it sounds like you're talking into your armpit, bro.
2: Sorry. Oh, it's right. Yeah, uh, I'm just saying that with Carr to New Orleans, it puts them in the driver's seat. To win that division, but it also puts pressure on Atlanta now to upgrade at quarterback.
1: Exactly, uh, cascading effect, dominoes are falling. Atlanta, they had Deshaun Watson. Thank God, ripped from their kung fu grip. But they had Deshaun Watson. They weren't letting go. And Cleveland, in the in the not the 11th hour, the final hour, come comes in and just 230 million dollars guaranteed. It was just like, oh my God. So so I think Atlanta is not letting that happen again. If Atlanta has a shot at Lamar, they're going to go above and beyond, meaning they're going to make sure this time that the, the player is, is, is loving the contract. The player's so blown away that this doesn't get switched up in the final hour. Keep in mind that when you're, when you're franchise tagged with the exclusive tag and you're being shopped, you are fully involved in that process because you you are a critical part of that deal. If the quarterback being traded on the exclusive tag, in this case, Lamar Jackson, is not on board with the trade, the trade will not go through because the receiving team is going to need confirmation that this quarterback's gonna sign this contract that they're gonna put in front of them. So Lamar Jackson is very aware of what the numbers look like. Lamar Jackson is already going to have agreed in principle to the contract details, which means that if he doesn't want to play in Atlanta, he's not getting traded to Atlanta. If he doesn't want to play in Carolina, he's not getting traded to Carolina. So wherever he wants to go... He will pretty much get his pick because they will facilitate a trade, the Ravens, to a place that they know he will sign so they don't waste their time when they say, hey, we want to trade you Lamar, uh, Carolina, and Lamar goes, I'm not going to Carolina. I'm not signing any deal with Carolina, long-term extension. Carolina's going to go, well, this was a waste of time. We'll walk away from the table. So this, this is so much influence. Like you said, the Falcons have more pressure now. The Falcons are preparing for this. If anybody thinks the Falcons are garbage, as my boy Double A pointed out, so many close games on all their losses except for the, the Cincinnati game This is a team that's maybe the defense needs to be worked on. And, and of course, trading away a bunch of first-rounders is not going to help them build a ton through the draft, but they're not getting rid of all their seconds and thirds. They'll still be able to build in the draft. In the defense and the offensive line, there's a lot of improvements that need to be made. The facilities, they got horrible scores by the players in that report card situation. Worse than the Ravens, in in, in all fairness. But that's what you're going to have. Morale is going to be low when you have no signal caller for years on end. Okay, people are gonna be very upset about everything. You also won't have as much money. Ticket sales, merchandise sales. If Lamar comes, it's a cash cow. The 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 weight room, the facilities, everything gets upgraded immediately when you got a guy like Lamar drawing in money. In 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 excitement, so everything will improve with a quarterback, big name quarterback. But this team's been preparing. Kyle Pitts, Drake London. You don't think Algier? You don't think they're they're trying to to improve this? If anybody thinks the the Falcons won't pull out all the stops, the red carpet, overpay this guy, give him 250 million dollars guaranteed, you're crazy because they had Deshaun Watson ripped from their kung fu grip that they thought was totally tight and secured in the last minute. We all thought Atlanta was a lock. There were, there were people on Twitter that were throwing out bogus and fake tweets saying, I've got confirmation, it's done, because they were banking so hard on the likelihood of him going to Atlanta. They put their reputations on the line on Twitter and made up a lie that they had some source. And then when it went to Cleveland, they were left in the lurch, all these people that tried to fake it. Um, Lamar Lamar is hopefully headed to the Falcons, and it helps fantasy football the most as well because you got two monsters in Kyle Pitts and Drake London, just waiting for him, bro. Just waiting for him.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And um, also I'd like to bring up about the Jets. Uh, I personally don't think that trying to get Aaron Rodgers is the right move for them. I think uh, paying him $50 million might be too expensive with the draft pick that they'll have to trade to get him. I also think that they'll be better off trying to just trade up and draft a quarterback, maybe a CJ Stroud and Anthony Richardson. Maybe
1: Bryce Young will fall.
2: And I think if they do that and try to develop the guy, it will do them much better in the long term.
1: You think the so Jets them- You think the Jets will have a shot at who? At 13, you think Bryce Young will fall to 13? I'm not saying it's not no, possible. No. I think oh. they should trade up. Trade up I think okay. they should try to trade up. Okay, just making sure we're on the same page because the top 4 quarterbacks uh, are they're going in the top 9. The top 4 quarterbacks, even Levis is going in the top 9. Uh Richardson's going in the top 2 in my opinion. I mean, things can change uh, pro days are approaching. Uh Stroud has a pro day on the 22nd of March. I believe Bryce Young's is the 23rd. I believe uh I believe uh Le- Levis's is on the 20th 4th or 25th, and on the 30th of March, you're going to see Richardson close out the pro days for the quarterbacks and enamor everybody and, ha- and be the last impression. And so we're going to have teams vying for this number one spot. So in my opinion, it's going to be Richardson or Stroud one. The other one goes two. And then I think Bryce Young goes three or four. And so Levis, Levis is going to fall how far? You know, four, five, six, seven? Like, I don't even know if we get to pick eight overall overall. All four of the quarterbacks are going to be gone. Then who's next? Is it is it Hooker who's recovering from an injury and we're not too sure what he looks like uh, walking into the, the 2023 season? Is it going to be, what about this Bennett kid? He had a really good combine. We don't know who the next quarterback's going to be off the board. So you're right. The Jets have to trade up. They could get aggressive. Honestly, I'd be okay with that move. If the Jets fail to get Aaron Rodgers, if Aaron Rodgers decides this is all a circus, I'm going to go back to Green Bay, it was all just me trying to get attention, whatever. Like everybody says, I don't believe it's that, that way. But if he did decide to go back to Green Bay, then the Jets have no other choice but then to be aggressive. You know, throw Zach Wilson in, throw Zach Wilson in and move up. Like if you're, do you believe that a couple of these teams believe in Zach Wilson? Let's say the Raiders miss out on Aaron Rodgers. Let's say the Falcons get Lamar. Okay, Panthers, Raiders. Do you think the Panthers or the Raiders would take Zach Wilson in exchange for swapping picks or or something like that? Like, I don't even know. If, I don't even know if the, that would land you like I said a Levis though. I don't even know if that would land but you a Levis. The,
2: I see the Jets trading up mostly. The best target for them is number three with
1: Arizona. I mean, w- w- like giving
2: up. A- Couple first, two first, maybe a couple seconds, and that
1: will probably do it for them. Can you uh, can you imagine them throwing in Zach Wilson? I don't know what that would do. It would give the Cardinals at least a quarterback for a little while until Kyler Murray comes back. But that would be an interesting move to get Zach Wilson. I'm not saying I love him. I'm not saying I think he'll ever be what we thought (laughs) he could have been. I think he's right now. He's in bus mode. He's in a a total unspiraling uh, whirlwind of 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 destruction. Um, I don't, you know, Arizona. He could he could definitely hang out at ASU campus, try and get some numbers of some of the, the people's mothers. He could definitely do some damage in Arizona in that respect. But but if you if you bring Zach Wilson into Arizona, it does solve a problem of who's our quarterback until Kyler comes back, and then at least the Cardinals do have two quarterbacks to, to try and develop. And if they could get a first rounder in exchange for that move down, that would make sense. Um, those are all options on the table. Uh, hold on one second, J4. Uh, Steven from Massachusetts, you're on the phone, bro. You're live.
3: Hey, what's going on, my man? What's up, guy? Hey, I, I, just, uh, I just seen a report. Uh, this was on a, on the, uh, the uh, NFL, um, on NBC, uh, like their social media. Okay. I guess they, they uh, posted, uh, this was from Michael Silver. I guess uh, the Tennessee Titans are taking calls on Derrick Henry, maybe looking to trade him. I was actually gonna ask you uh, if he does get traded. First off, like, um, where would you like to see him go? And do you think that uh, one of these guys in the draft, if they do move on from him, that they probably target one of these running backs? And would you like that spot for them if, if they did? Like, uh, you know, like get uh, get rid of him and then they try to take like one of these running backs.
1: Yeah. If you're so here, here's the deal: is if you're the if you're the Tennessee Titans, your team is not going anywhere. Your team's not going anywhere. You're losing people. Um Derrick Henry, this is Pro Football Talk reports that the Titans are shopping Derrick Henry. Um, and, and there's been talk about the Bills. Like that that's already that, that's definitely been kicked around a little bit, but this is more of a piece of confirmation. It, it, what did Christian McCaffrey cost? What was his his trade I value?
3: It, I, think, I, I think I think it was uh two, two first, first. I, I, it was like a, no. a couple first, and I think it's uh, like a third, wasn't
1: it? No, it wasn't the first. Uh, let's see. Here, here it is, Christian McCaffrey. Um, it was, it was, it was peanuts, bro. Let's see here. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was peanuts. It was not even close <laughs> to that. No offense. Okay, so here, here's the, here's, no, 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 sorry. yeah, yeah. It, it, it's okay. You're, you know, you. We love you, pal. Okay, here's the deal. Niners acquired Christian McCaffrey, one of the NFL's elite offensive stars, in exchange for their second, third, and fourth round draft picks in the 2023 draft. Uh, a second, a third, and the fourth, bro, for for Christian McCaffrey. Teams teams were ridiculous, ridiculous, not to to go after this guy at this cost. A second, a third, and a fourth was the cheapest. A guy like Christian McCaffrey could have gone for. And everybody sat on their hands and let the Niners just scoop him up and take this guy and, and ride his coattails into a potential Super Bowl run is what that what happened. I don't think the Niners would have made the playoffs without Christian McCaffrey. So this was a, a job-saving move. Shanahan looked like a genius at the end of the day. I think it was John Lynch, though, that saved Shanahan on this one because everyone acts like Shanahan's the best in the world. And this right here saved his job. He was on the hot seat. People, people have the foggiest memories. How upset they were at Shanahan, and now everybody loves Shanahan because of this man, Christian McCaffrey. So my point being that Derek Henry probably not going for Christian McCaffrey value. So what's Derek Henry go for? A second, like one second round pick. So when when I when I say that it's, do I think Derek Henry's got a full season left in the tank? I don't because he's 29 years old. He's 250 pounds. He's a massive human being that's been hitting the ground over and over and over since high school at an extreme degree. Uh, he, he started late, um, you know, getting going in the NFL. There's a point where in fantasy football, people were dropping him. I played this the video the other day of my first ever video that I put up. That was on Derrick Henry, how he's... Ra- the Someone asked me who's the biggest rags to riches player. A guy that's a nobody right now in fantasy that could become a top five running back. And I said, Derrick Henry. I was one of the biggest supporters of Derrick Henry at the very beginning. And that video, I, I've already played for everybody. It's on my Instagram. It's, you know, I'm not a hater of Derrick Henry. He's 29 years old. Now, whether I believe he's got a full season left in the tank or not, would a Buffalo Bill team be crazy to not acquire Derrick Henry for a second round pick? Yes. Would a Philadelphia Eagle team be crazy not to acquire Derrick Henry for a second-round pick? Yes. I think if Derrick Henry truly is being shopped, and I think the Titans are totally accepting of this. We're in not even rebuild mode. They're in, they're in fall-apart mode to try and get to a rebuild mode. It is a ridiculous thing to turn down. I don't care what team you are. And if you are the Eagles, if you are the Bills, if you are the Bengals— if you're one of these high octane teams that didn't get where you needed to get this year, and you watch the Kansas City Chiefs do what they did, you're, you're looking for something. What's the missing piece? Buffalo, Cincy, Philly, they're all going to be in the game, the Derrick Henry game. It's a second round pick. This, this this Christian McCaffrey acquisition cost of entry is going to be higher than what Derrick Henry is going to cost. Even if you had to give up the exact same trade package, why would you not do that if you're the Buffalo Bills? Why would you not do that if you're the Cincinnati Bengals? And if you're Derrick Henry, um, I, I don't think a team that doesn't have the ability to win now, think about it from this perspective. How long does Derrick Henry have left? I say less than half a year of being Derrick Henry, but like playing that way in spots. But let's say he had a full year left. Does anybody in here, we've got J4 on the phone and Steven. If I'm wrong and Derrick Henry has one more elite year, do either one of you think he has two more elite years? Or do you think just that the best would be would be one? He uh, could have two years. years. Okay. Let let let's say let's say it's one, one and a half. What team's gonna acquire him? with one or two years left, one and a half years left, that isn't ready to win now, what would be the use of it? Why would you acquire Derrick Henry if your team's not ready to win yet? So he's going to an elite elite situation, you know what I'm saying? De facto, by default, this guy's going to an elite situation because the acquiring team would not pay the draft capital if they couldn't benefit enough to maybe win a Super Bowl. So he's going to Cincy, he's going to Buffalo, he's going to Philly, he's going to one of those big heavy hitting teams. And that's that. You know, like a New Orleans Saints, maybe? Like if, if let's say they moved on from from Matt, from uh Camara, who knows? Like who knows? And of course you have the division <laughs> concerns and all that. I'm just saying, like that type of scenario. Maybe you're
2: forgetting about KC.
1: Yeah, I mean KC might might attack it. They might attack it. I don't know if that's their style. But they certainly would be open-minded to it, and there's other there's other players. Keep in mind too, Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley is about to become a free agent, and we're gonna know tomorrow. We're gonna know tomorrow if Saquon Barkley. You think we've gone? You think we've been going live a lot lately? We're going live so much in the coming weeks. Saquon Barkley is about to become a free agent. He's about to become a free agent because Danny Dimes may not get inked in time. If they don't ink Danny dimes by tomorrow, they have to slap the tag on him. And once you slap the tag on him, Barkley walks into free agency because you can't use the tag on two players. Uh, hang tight. Hang tight one second. Uh guys, uh call right back, okay? Call right back. I'll be back in two minutes. Sorry, I had to get that delivery. Uh, Dial back in, J-Far, and Steven, if you want to be back on the phone. Um, Two-minute warning. No Henry on the Titans makes them a three-win team. Daddy, uh, Dennis, you're speaking facts, bro, and you might be generous there. No Derrick Henry means maybe zero to two wins, bro. I wouldn't be shocked if the Titans, without Derrick Henry, won zero games. I wouldn't be shocked if they won... 0 to 2 games without Derrick Henry. This is a garbage team. This team's already garbage. They need to make a trade. Christian Silva with a super chat appreciate you Christian. Christian says I saw an article Hopkins to the Chiefs. Is it true? There's so much so much there's so many rumors right now, bro. Uh let's see Derrick Carr four-year deal. There's no there's no numbers update. Um there there's all kinds of stuff circla- circulating. Um, Hopkins to the Chiefs is possibility. Hopkins to the Bears makes a lot of sense. Um, given his effectiveness, uh, Hopkins to catch the football from a mobile quarterback like Deshaun Watson, like Kyler Murray, Justin Fields, it makes a lot of sense. We've heard a lot of Patriot you know, buzz. So there's no, there's no for sure anything. It's just a bunch of people kicking around landing spots. So when someone says KC, it's merely somebody saying, I think KC would be a good fit. Don't be surprised if KC gets into the Hopkins mix. That's what you're probably hearing. Uh, Daddy Dennis, appreciate you, my guy. Christian Silva, appreciate you with a super chat. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, uh, who is this? Steven, Massachusetts. What's up, man? You're back live. Hey, what's
3: up, man? I was just calling you right back. Yeah, yeah sorry about that.
1: Uh, no, I'm, I'm listening... Mashed potatoes, Hob G, appreciate you, my guy. Hob G to the moon. Uh, what else are you thinking, pal?
3: Oh, I was actually about to ask you, if he does get moved, uh which running back, which one of those uh rookie running backs would you like uh in that in that spot that that uh like what would be their value over there? You like any of those guys if they end up going to no. Tennessee No, that?
1: T- no, no, Tennessee's a a, a disaster the dump. If anybody goes to okay. Tennessee, like at least they're gonna get like volume, I suppose you could say. But if we talk about uh we talk about this spot right here, Tennessee Titans have uh what pick do they have? They're the eleven pick. They're not going to RB at eleven. If they took Bijan, we would we would be pretty upset. We'd be pretty upset. And I don't think they would take him there. They don't have enough like when you're building a team back up Running backs with a four- to six-year window shelf life without an offense in place, that would be a debacle of a pick. That would be one of the worst choices of using your draft capital. I always say that generational talent, you have to take them. But when you're in Tennessee's position, you're literally years and years away from even sniffing getting out of this hole. And if they they start wasting Bijan's four- to six-year window before they even have an ability to win four or five games... Uh, that would be an absolute disaster. Thank God they're at the 11 pick. And let's hope to God they don't trade down to like 22 and he falls or something and they take Bijan. That would be horrible. I am going to be so upset if they draft one of the big name running backs. Charbonnet, Gibbs, and especially in the second round. I don't know what their second round draft selections look like. But if Tennessee is able to scoop up one of those guys, I am going to be distraught. Okay. Mm-hmm. I hate to – I know yeah, there are probably me. Tennessee fans in here. I'm sorry, but your, te- your team's worse off than my Cardinals.
2: <laughs> yeah, no,
3: I mean, I, I agree with you, especially because, like, they're rebuilding and stuff, and, and, like, they don't even don't even know what they want to do. They don't even want to give Malik Willis the starting job. They, they still want to go with uh, Ryan Tannehill. So it's definitely crazy. It's definitely me, crazy down there.
1: And let me tell you something. The moment – remember everyone said Tannehill's really good, Smitty's really good, and, and Tannehill did have some good numbers – the the year before they got rid of A.J. Brown. But when they traded A.J. Brown, it was was like the writing was on the wall. It was so obvious. I don't know why people fought it. You know, they fought us on it. But it's like Tannehill's about to become a pumpkin. He's about to turn into a pumpkin. The lights are about to be turned on in the club. And you're about to see what Tannehill really looks like. And as soon as A.J. Brown was traded, which was the stupidest move you could make, if you you had a shot, if you were going to keep Derrick Henry and try and win games... Why on earth would you trade A.J. Brown? Probably one of the dumbest trades I've seen in the last five years. And they trade A.J. Brown what? away. They don't trade away Derrick Henry. And and I just, I I don't understand. And so, uh, the fact that, yeah, they think, T- if anybody thinks Tannehill's going to have a better year than he did last year, after he loses Derrick Henry, you were out of your mind. Um, Let's see here. Garrett Wilson or Alave says Mitch. Honestly, bro we talked about this before it was garrett wilson until a move happened now it's like i don't know i'm i'm very tempted to say our mars man is full but we may have to stick a lobby on the mars man list the moon man
0: dropping loads in outer space he's on a shuttle to mars mars man Loads dropping and spinning aimlessly in space.
1: I think we got to put him on the list, man. I don't think I could just leave him off this list. The Mars men list is totally full. We got eight wide. <laughs> we got eight wide, but we're doing it. We're doing it. We're doing it live. It's almost the entire Moon Man list. Eight guys out of the. The tripod well, also likened to. The Moon Man.
0: Dropping loads in outer space.
1: I mean, it's not everybody. We got, you know, Burrow on there and, and, and Jamar. So it actually only is five. We have eight people on the Mars men list now. That's going to have to stay at eight. We can't go bigger than eight. But but five of them are from the moon men list, I believe. And two of them are Burrow and Chase, which aren't constituted as moon men because they already broke out. But we got to put a lobby. He's He's on the Mars men list. He's there. We put him on there. Um, hey Steven what else you got
3: uh that I mean um that's pretty much what I had right now is just the Derrick Henry Derek Henry stuff uh and, and especially like he's gone and the way that you're talking I, I don't even know if I want to get into the, the, the Traylon Bur uh trail Burks uh, situation either yeah. it looks like it's going to be a bad team
1: yeah I mean here here's the one pro I suppose for Burks is when you are a garbage team and the Titans are a garbage team. They're gonna be the cellar dwellers of the NFL. They're gonna be worse than my Cardinals awaiting Kyler Murray's return. The Cardinals are a way better team than the Tennessee Titans without Derrick Henry than my Cardinals are when when it, even if Kyler's out for the entire season. <laughs> like it's that bad, bro. We at least have a run game. We at least have some pieces in place. We at least have a coach that, that, that knows how to you know build up a defense, whether these Eagle haters believe it or not. Um oh, there we go. Franchise tag has just been placed on Tony Pollard, $10.09 million. That is breaking news as we speak. Tony Pollard has just been franchise tagged. I pretty much feel like I got to go live on that separately to compartmentalize that as his own piece of news and video. Cowboys now have placed their franchise tag on Tony Pollard. He's getting paid $10 million, playing in a familiar territory where he's going to drop loads all over the field in 2023. What
3: do you think of that, Steven? I like that. <laughs> I think that, that was actually a smart move. I, I mean, just watching uh, Tony Pollard as a, like, you know, not even as a uh, Dallas fan, I felt that he definitely should have gotten more of the carries. Just seeing Deke out there pretty slow out there, like, this guy should definitely be out there as a full-time uh, running back.
1: Yeah. Uh, we probably have to end this live, go live on Tony Pollard. I mean, I hate to do it. We got 141 people in here. But uh, if the 141 people want to jump back, uh, we got, we got to go live on this to, to to create a separate video on it real quick. Uh, man, what what a what a day! What a day! Tony Pollard uh, franchise tagged, Derek Carr signing with the New Orleans Saints, giving our boy uh, uh, Chris Olave uh, uh, you know a spotlight. I'm so excited! This is such a good day already, and I'm sure there's something else coming downstream, man. I'm sure there's something else coming downstream. Tony Pollard to the moon yep. franchise tagged. Um, wow, what do you think T- Tony Pollard's gonna be in 2023, bro? Give me a prediction. Is he top five to ten? Is he number five? Is yeah. he number ten? What do you think?
3: I think he's a top five to ten running back. I mean, in the weeks, that I'm just looking at his production when he uh, takes over for Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, he. They use them both that run in the pass, and you get a lot of points for that in PPR. So just him catching passes and everything, they really want to use his skill set. Uh, yeah, I think he could be for sure top five.
1: Yeah, we talk about dominoes falling, and and th- this is exactly a domino effect here because now Danny Dimes, I, I, they're going to wait until the final hour because, it, when or they should wait until the final hour, whether they do or not it's another story. But, but the fact that the Giants are trying to avoid losing saquon barkley they're gonna try until the very end i believe or they should to try and ink one of them to a long-term deal and they need to hardcore press both of them because the moment the 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 giants can can franchise tag one over the other the other gets uh i'm sorry signed the other gets franchise tag and then they can keep both but the key is they need to um they need to ink one of them to a deal and so this man this is exciting so we got, we got Pollard tagged. I got to make a, a Pollard graphic real quick. I got to throw this up, and we're going to go live in a minute on Tony Pollard. We got 100, 139 people in the room. Uh, what a crazy day. What a crazy, crazy day. Okay, um, bear with me. I'm going to go live here in, in T-minus one or two minutes. Every one of you, all 139 of you, report back here in T-minus two, three minutes. We're going live on Tony Pollard. Appreciate you, Steven. Call back during that that episode if you want, all right?
3: All right,
1: thanks, man. Thank yep. you. All right, I'll be back in two, three minutes. Be back. All 139 of you see you in a second.